somebody funny yeah i don't find biblical jokes that funny unless i'm like making fun of the christian religion then it's like okay i'm not gonna do that right but right i don't know biblical jokes like you said it, they, people do need to have a reference right they need a point of reference and just because someone's in church doesn't mean they know the bible the, you know and that's I mean? that's true too so like yeah so it's like i mean i don't really i don't really do biblical jokes like that i, I did have a, a, a whole bit on how jesus would be a terrible roommate <laughs> <laughs> keeping inviting his friends over yeah. people with leprosy come on jesus come yeah. on jesus He's why like, do you keep bringing these people over here unless it's unless it's tax collectors and prostitutes i mean that's, <laughs> everyone knows that's a fun time like that's or, a party it's party jesus or you pick up a rag and like jesus did you use my rag and you're like don't you lie to me jesus i see your face right here <laughs> <laughs> Biblical jokes. Yeah, uh, what uh, are we? We have about five minutes left. What do you want to? Uh, what do you want to? Uh, b- beliefs. Yeah, plug. There you yeah. go. How big is your congregation? Uh, it's uh, about four hundred. Wow. But there's only about maybe one hundred and fifty active members, like people who actually show up. Right. So we have a lot of people in the catalog, but they don't always show up. They so. show up at Christmas and Easter. Christmas and Easter. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. So uh, some seamless plugs. Um, yeah. So um, so I, I you know I make music. Um, so I have a couple shows coming up. I have culturally actually, culturally conscious hip hop. Or is it like <laughs> culturally conscious? Hip-hop. Well, like yeah, I guess so. Like you know, you say nice things instead of you're like drink a smoothie, do some push ups, <laughs> or like like good like good yeah, things instead kinda. of being like yeah. instead of being like suck my dick yeah. on your knees. I, I'm more I'm yeah I'm more into uh, 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 George Clinton's um, oh, notion cool. of uh, edutainment. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So it's a mixture of uh, education and entertainment, and so I have maybe one song that I'm just doing like rap cadence, uh-huh. um, but it's not like I'm putting anybody down. You know, a lot of rappers they say, "Oh, f you, f you." I'm the best. I'm the best. I don't really, I don't really do all that. I try to stay as humble as possible. But I do, you know, I do talk about different subject matters. So if you go to JuwanRubin.com, um, so I have uh, all my music. One of my favorite songs on on my uh, on my website is called E People. <laughs> e People, just just about like it's it's basically about you know people who are you know not real anymore. Right. They, they, everything is e email e this eat right, that right. eat cigarette and, yeah. <laughs> and so now we have right. eat people people who just don't want to get off their screen I have a line I have a line in there talking about you know uh, selfie whores uh, waiting for a, a like on their post while there are babies in the corner asking for their, their baba and their mama yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I mean you it's that stuff is sad that we're so it's it's ego like can you imagine like when we were little if we had a Polaroid camera and we took pictures of our food or whatever we wanted to <laughs> and we put it on the wall and then we invited all our friends over and we're like come over and touch the pictures that you like like put a sticker on these pictures so that i can feel validation about myself and what i did today yeah. i mean it's insane that yeah. we that i'm actually working on a bit right now about how you know because there's studies that came out that likes hit the same part of your brain as cocaine and sugar <gasps> does right wow. so people are just addicted to likes you know wow. that's why the lady went to youtube and shot up youtube right because she wasn't getting enough she likes wasn't getting enough likes in her know, entire likes. her well because because this gets back to religion the emptiness is so vast inside them and yeah. they don't know what to fill it with that the only thing they can fill it with is validation from external validation 
yeah. and maybe that's the lesson that external validation is meaningless yeah. it has to internally come from your own choice and volition and light and it can't yeah. be I'm doing this to make this person happy or I'm doing this to make somebody like me it has to be like just your natural state of being, being. and expression yeah. is what it is yeah. and if people like that cool if and not, if they don't do. then you can't can't make anyone do anything they don't want to do right right so but it's just, it's yeah because we're bad. we're not human doings or human actings we're human beings yeah so we should be you know that's what we should be but back to the shameless yeah, yeah, plugs yeah, yeah, yeah. um so hip-hop. yeah so i'm doing uh, i'm doing a hip-hop show on uh 420 oh, cool. uh, it is on 1445 hate street awesome so it's a 420 show okay so. is that at milk bar I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. I so, just, well, somewhere on hate. Somewhere on hate. Yeah. And then, um, uh, so I don't know. It's a big festival. So I cool. might, I think it's in the grass <gasps> or something, somewhere. Oh, that's neat. You're doing the 420 festival. Is that's, that what that is? Well, it's in the, on Hippie Hill at 420 and all that. They, there's tons of people. Okay. Like 10,000 people come out for, Someone, for, yeah. for 420. Someone they put a big stage out there. And, but if it's 1445 hate, it's probably at Milk Bar. Probably. Here, keep Maybe. plugging and I'll, but, I'll yeah. look for you. Okay. So I got that. 420 1445 Hate Street. Uh, come out. It's between 12 and 6. Uh, come on out. I'll probably go up around 4. Okay. Uh, 4 or 5. And then also, um, I've started working with uh, a new artist. So I'm, I do, I do music for other artists as well. So um, his name is Marcel. Uh, so start looking out for him. He has a show on Sunday, May 27, 2018, with another artist that I'm working with named Naki uh, Moalo. You can look up Naki Mo Moalo on YouTube. She has some really good reggae music it's 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 really off the chain uh, but if you want to follow me um so that's marcel and naki mahalo you can follow those two people but if you want to follow me um my youtube channel and my instagram is both under awesome multimedia so that's o-s-o-m multimedia all one word and then my snapchat is under j-a-y-d-u-b-a-r jada bar uh, which is uh the the person i went under uh before i rebranded myself so before uh -huh. I was a minister, I went by Jay Dubar because I come from such a Christian um, family. I had to change my name if I was going to be doing like raunchy comedy and raunchy music. Out Absolutely, there. yeah. Awesome. And then JawanRubin.com, J-A-W-A-A-N-R-U-B-I-N.com. You can find out all my shows, all my music, um, all my YouTube uh, videos, everything. Um, yeah. What is? I don't understand Snapchat. I don't even have a smartphone. I'm too old for all these things. Mm -hmm. What is Snapchat? So do you believe in it? It's good. You Snapchat, have a lot of followers. Snapchat from the uh, individual standpoint or from the brand standpoint? Uh, how you? How do you? Do you find it an effective tool of social media? Yeah, I use it. Uh, I use it for for work. I use it for business. You know what I'm saying? But like, I, <laughs> if I was an individual, I mean, a lot of people just kind of. I don't know what they the heck they use it for. Because the thing about social media, period. When I fir when Facebook Facebook first came to me, I was like, what the heck is this? This is stupid. Why would I do this? But then when I started, you know, working for myself and not you know not really working at, at a job or doing a job and kind of doing comedy and all that stuff i was like okay this is a good communication tool right that's right. the whole point of it right. snapchat facebook all that stuff it's just a communication tool so the way snapchat works is that you get about a 10 second video now you could do longer but uh when it first started it's only 10 seconds but they're you know they'll they'll chop if you do it all the way through they'll just kind of chop through but anyway um yeah so the, i mean and people I've, like to th you say like hey i'm gonna be doing this show come out and see me and then you yeah. give them a line you're like boo 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 bah. 
or right, whatever. Right, right, right. So yeah, so I'll, I'll plug something. I'll say, hey, I got this going on at this time, you know, um, you know, and then all my followers will see it if they want to. So you have an option of seeing it if you want. So there's a there's a list of uh, all your people that you follow, and then when as people are posting, you can click on if 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 you want to. E people, all yeah. of your e people, all the e people, and then you can DM uh, direct message people, but it only lasts. Through Snapchat. Yeah, but it only lasts for like a, a day or twenty four hours. Just text. I don't see the thing I don't understand is like we already had the technology for all we had phones that text and right. we, like we need to have a vi- I have to have a video I just I don't even well, I'm I mean, too old I get it I guess. yeah I guess I mean I don't know you know what think about think about if you want to just send someone a video a quick video real quick you know I would never do that. I don't even oh, I don't okay. even have I, I don't even <laughs> my phone doesn't even have uh, my phone can take pictures but barely uh, <laughs> like I can't it has a voice recorder that's terrible like it's it's a dumb phone look at this it's Okay, here's a good. Here's it doesn't a good. even attach to the internet. So here's a here's a good one. So when okay, how about this? So when I was um, when I was looking for a house with my with my brother, and we couldn't go go see the showing at the same time, I'd use I just take a quick snap and say, okay, this is the bathroom. Hey, this is the living room. This is the outside. Okay. And then he can kind of see it real quick, and then it goes away. Now the the point I mean the point of it disappearing in 24 hours is so that no one can no one can steal your content basically. Oh. Yeah, because if you put on oh, Facebook it's there can they can it. yeah it's there forever and and yeah. you actually have a product see all of our podcasts here are free so I'm like take them do whatever right. you, there's already free like <laughs> just share it with people yeah. I don't care yeah. like I mean content I mean find me fairy angel right. swoop me up out of obscurity <laughs> find me take it yeah because because on YouTube if someone goes to your YouTube page and sees a video they can rip it they can just they can uh, download it it's it's not legal but there's yeah. a, there's a certain tools that you can do to just rip their video but on snap you can't do that you have that you don't have the possibility but if you have a picture right with the smartphone you can take a screenshot of the picture now the thing about that is if you take a screenshot of someone's picture they get a notification that you did that wow <laughs> well that's good though because i would think that the main purpose of snapchat would be showing your dick to people that was i, I don't know if that was the reason why but that when snapchat first started that's what a lot of people were doing because it just disappears yeah so it's like ah, ha, ha, ha. yeah you got to see it but now it's gone right you know? <laughs> that's, that's just weird to me yeah. um so everyone go to jawanrubin.com and check out his upcoming shows yeah when are you doing comedy you mentioned all your hip-hop things when's your next comedy gig i don't know you know i don't know i've been doing open mics just working out material starting you know because I, I came from orange county um about three years ago and then when i came back i kind of was you know just doing open mics because i had a, i needed some new material some new stuff and so right now um you know just follow you know if you follow me on facebook or on uh, instagram um all the you know the names i gave you for my instagram and facebook basically you can find out when i'm doing an open mic because a lot of times it's just kind of it's pretty random but as far as a, a comedy show i mean like this saturday i mean this friday uh, for my 420 show that's kind of what I've, i started doing was i i would um i would mend the comedy with the music oh great so it's like i am doing a, a set but it's not just a set sure. so I'm, i'll do some jokes but then now a song comes sure I'll sure do some more jokes and then now another song that's you know? great so it's kind of you know i i it's not purely stand-up comedy I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it that. It's, and it's more pal- palatable for the whole audience because not everybody wants to listen to jokes all the time. All the time, not yeah. really. Yeah. But um, I, I'm open to doing some some uh, more shows. So if anybody is um, out there that wants to put me on a, one of their gigs, I'll, I'll go for it. But um, yeah, I mean, at, at this point, it's just it's it's the music, and then as far as comedy, I, I think 
I'm booking out shows in the next couple months. Some of them will be comedy shows. So I have an idea, and I want you to do it with me, possibly, and we'll definitely. talk after. One of the playoff games coming up with the Warriors, it would uh -huh. be fun to show it. We have a digital projector to project uh -huh. it on the wall and then do our own commentary, do comedy <laughs> commentary yeah. on top of the to Warriors game. Because I, I funny totally things to say, right? And there's 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 really funny. I mean, and when doing basketball commentary is really fun because it's yeah. like really fast and all these things are happening and <laughs> and there's a lot of like it's almost like sometimes they're shit talking each other, but you know they aren't because they get a t technical. But I've right. seen Draymond be like. <gasps> <laughs> I've seen I'd be like Draymond yeah. Green saying fuck again. <laughs> yeah, I'm super down to do that. That'll be uh fun and hilarious. One of the things I do when I when I watch basketball is I, I watch it on mute most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Because the commentators suck and yeah. they don't know what the heck they're talking they're about. And they're talking about weird shit like yeah, themselves. They're yeah. like, well, we had that barbecue last yeah. week. I'm like, Remember that barbecue what we are you talking about, and, uh, you guys? Like, dude, I don't care about that. Talk about the game, dude. Yeah. So yeah, I'm always down to uh, to to put some of my own commentary on there that'd be hilarious because yeah, we'd, we'd basically just do it live on the air like this but watch it and have people come in and it could be really that'd be fun. hilarious yeah. yeah i'd be down cool. to do that yay sure. Tuan <laughs> thank you so much you have been an amazing guest awesome and thank i'm you. so and anytime you, you want to come that, back no no i don't um <laughs> you you're it's great to have real christians on here and awesome. the ones that have been on have been knocking it out of the park awesome. all the atheist comics it's like okay it's like tell me something new right <laughs> but th this was great and whenever you want to come back you it's always have an open invitation because awesome. Top. This was a really, really great one, and I'm awesome. super stoked. Thank you guys for listening to Thank Some you. Call Me Tim. Uh, again, check out JawanRubin.com and uh, listen to other things on Mutiny Radio. We've got four open mics a week here. Come on by, visit us. Sundays, 4 to 6. Mondays, 6 to 8. Thursdays, 7 to 9. Nice. Friday, 6 to 8. And uh, Try to come through. Yeah! We'll be back next week with uh, Devora. And I know I'm not supposed to pronounce the D or something like that. <laughs> it's... Uh, Devora Kaslan or something like that. She's a comedian. Uh, thanks again, everybody. Bye.
tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer ya. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> hey, everybody. Listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Cashcock here and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Yeah. Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a pal- 
password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base 10 times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. We've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco, and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shot. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. 
I love their, their variety of cheese and home decor items and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2120. Uh, oh shit. Just, uh, Can I just hit this? If you are listening to Mutiny Radio, you just turned into Some Call Me Tim. Today's going to be a little bit different on Some Call Me Tim. Uh, my guest, I don't believe, is arriving today because I just... Anyways, let's get to the point. I have these amazing raps that uh, it's called Hot Dirty P and the Sheriff. Uh, I am Hot Dirty P, Pam Benjamin, and the Sheriff is the Sheriff of Truth, LaToya Sharif Wynn, and we together made this whole grouping of songs. I'm going to play them all for you today. It's our album. 
They are all political. They were all one-offs. We did them live on the spot during the AltaCast. And we're trying to put them together in a way to get them out to more listeners. So thanks for listening to Some Call Me Tim. But today, we are going to listen to the new hot album, Still Not Out. We're going to drop it soon. Hot Dirty P and the Sheriff. This was our first song, Susan Olson. Trump support. I I think Trump supporters are funny to me. Really, I don't think we should take them off the air all the time. Okay. Hold on, I'm gonna. This is a this is a rap rap background. We're gonna rap to it. <laughs> we'll get a little beat beat. Hey there, little pussy. Let me get my big boy pants on and really take you on. What a snake in the grass. You are you lying piece of shit. What? Too cowardly to confront me in real life. You do it. start with a little uh, west coast gangster rap in the background and we're gonna see we're gonna see what happens god i'm gonna love this already yeah it's gonna be a good one (laughs) is it going it should be going it should be we should be hearing it and i do oh can you put four up yep there we go here we'll start it over okay here we go here we go these are is unattractive both inside and out what? I fully understand why her former husband left her for a man what? for a man for a man for a man for a man Arvton Huffington is unattractive both inside and out I fully understand why her former husband left her for a man he made a good decision making good decisions 45 making 
decisions Four to five, are you still alive? Making good decisions Meryl Streep, one of the most overrated actresses in Hollywood Doesn't know me but attacked last night at the Golden Globes She's a Hillary flunky who lost big. She's a Hillary flunky who lost big for the hundredth time. I never mocked a disabled reporter. I would never do that. I would never do that. But simply showed him groveling when he totally changed a 16-year-old story that he'd written in order to make me look bad. Bad, sad, just more dishonest media. Can you imagine what outcry would be if Snoop Dogg's failing career and all had aimed and fired a gun at President Obama? How? Jail time. Jail time. Jail time. Negroes. Jail time. Jail time. Snoop Dogg. (laughs) Any negative polls are just fake news. Just like CNN, ABC, embassy polls in the election. Sorry, people want border security and extreme vetting. Turn my mic on. Yeah. Want border security and vetting. For the five lives. For the Just must more dishonest media. Just more very dishonest media. Better than me. I said nobody builds walls better than me. Believe me. Believe that. I will build a great wall. A great wall. And no one builds walls better than me. And I'll build them very inexpensively. I will build a great wall. The great wall. Big great wall. Not China. And nobody builds walls better than me. Definitely not China, you see. I will build a great wall. A great wall. Believe me, and I'll build them very inexpensively. China. And I will make Mexico pay for that wall. Oh, Mexico gonna pay? Nah, not today. Mark my words. Uh, not today. Mark my not words. <laughs> this no. is this is my favorite quote. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending the best. They're not sending you. They're sending people that have lots of problems, and they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. Rape? What? No. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending the best. They're rapists. And they're criminals, like the over office. And some, I assume, are good people. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's about today. Female body inspectors. Actually, that is, I guess, guess it's real. Actually, FBI. (laughs) Yeah, it's FBI female body inspectors. And uh, it's going to, we're going to, we're going to try, we're going to see what happens here. Uh, We're going to make some magic, yo. FBI magic. Tantu, teaching you the language of language. Oh, uh, let's go. 
get the beats down. Little Dr. Dre in the back. I say Dr. Dre for FBI director. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. Dr. J. Dr. Dre puts the shit down. Dr. Dre. He ain't gonna take no shit from anybody. He's just gonna put the shit down. He's gonna beat down. I recommend Big Bird because everyone in the government is a big turd. Yeah, Big Bird for FBI director. Female body inspector. Yeah, who else would be a good FBI director? I say Ronda Rouse. She gonna put the smack down. Smack bitch. Oh, smack down smack on everybody. I trust her. I trust Why her. Not? Who else are you gonna trust? You gonna go Chris Christie or Rudy Giuliani? I say no. No way. No FBI. No. FBI. Some employment eligibility, but don't, you probably don't if you smoke pot. You don't see, do drugs. can't have smoked pot in the past three years. That's impossible here in San Francisco. Who hasn't smoked pot in the past three hours? I ain't got friends like that anymore. <laughs> they dead to me. Not gonna be a part of the FBI. Not gonna be in a director. Hey, FBI. not I. This ain't gonna happen. Who else can we? of the FBI. I'm the director of everything in your life. Give me your money. I'm Tony Robbins and self-help. It's way better than Rudy Giuliani, right? <laughs> FBI. FBI. Gonna, the FBI. Trump's gonna elect them for the FBI because anyone who doesn't believe in his Russian ties, I say he's gonna pick someone who really hates Clinton, who's gonna make her go to prison. It's gonna be sad and it might be great, but he's gonna really try to clean the slate with a new person in the FBI. Female body inspector. Who's gonna be the leader of the FBI? Female body inspector. Maybe we should have a margarita. It's the number one trending cocktail and I'm sure that it could run the FBI. I'm sure that it can take care of these important tasks. It's salty enough to find the criminals. Prosecute them. Leader of the FBI. Yeah. C-I-A and G-E-A. What they got to be, I don't care. What about Charlie Sheen? Yay! <laughs> we I would imagine that there's probably a gun in the school. I would imagine there's probably a gun in the school. Bang, bang. To protect from potential grizzlies. Bang. Grizzly bears in Michigan. Didn't know there were grizzly bears in Michigan. Ever heard about Columbine? <laughs> there weren't no grizzlies, just a bunch of kids in coats killing other kids. Don't worry, because at least they're buying guns, which is good for the economy, right? Betsy DeVos claimed that historically black colleges and universities are pioneers of school choice. What? 
that started from the fact that where there were too many students in America who didn't have equal access to education. Just, just segregation. Brown versus education, 1954. Not enough education, just segregation. Segregation, yeah. I love homeschooling and charter schools and all that stuff, cause it's for segregation. Not education, segregation. Let's bring it back. Let's make America great again. Make America great again. Make America great again. When the white people were in charge. Yeah. My family is the biggest contributor of soft money. Soft, soft. To the Republican National Committee. By my way in, by my way in. By my way, $47 million. Did it by my way in, did it by my way in. Yeah. I have decided to stop taking offense at the suggestion that we are buying influence. Oh, buying influence with our soft money. Buying influence soft money with our soft money. Oh, now I simply concede the point. They are right. We do expect something in return. For investment. Like a job, like a job, like, I don't know. How about education secretary? Oh, grizzly bears in classrooms. Oh, let's shoot them. We expect to foster a conservative governing philosophy consisting of limited government and respect for traditional American virtues. That word tradition again. And virtues. Oh, she means white. American virtues. She means white. American, American virtues. Oh, she, she means white. And we expect a return on our investment. She bought herself in. Bought herself in. She's white. We can... Okay, there we go. So we're going to be rapping to to the dulcet beat tones of uh, Iggy Azalea's no, Medi- no Mediocre Feet, which I think is what... Kellyanne Conway did is no mediocre feet here. Uh, oh, break it down. What you think about that, Sheriff? What? Are you gonna Are you gonna bring him the truth? Are we gonna bring it? Bring in the truth. About absolutely. Skinny, skinny little ladies. Skinny rice little cakes. rice cakes. The rice cakes of news. There was an article this week that talked about how you can surveil someone through their phones, through their, certainly through their television sets, any numbers of different waves, and microwaves. Microwaves. And microwaves. Microwaves. They turn into cameras, etc. So you just know that's just a fact of modern life. Quick. Modern life. Quick. Quick. Talking about maybe microwave. 
microwave. The CIA is after you. After you. With your microwaves. The microwaves. They are actually listening to the people. We're watching you. Usually based on an economic agenda, white working class voters don't buy into this whole biology, chemistry, abortion, gender agenda as much as they want more take home pay. They want affordability. I want some money too. <laughs> affordability. Affordability with their abortions, usually based on an economic agenda. White working women voters don't buy into this whole biology, chemistry, abortion, gender agenda as much as they want more take home pay. Yeah, equality. Equality. Let's ratify the 19th Amendment. Uh, yeah, woman suffrage. <laughs> suffrage. 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 She's out for suffrage. I'm watching you. Kellyanne Conway knows about suffrage. Um, because they're watching. She's you. white too. She is, and so thin. I thought we always just listen to thin, pretty women. Don't we just do that? They're yeah. clearly telling the truth. She is clearly telling the truth. Many Americans are very concerned with the lack of vetting that's going on. Show me your papers. Show me your papers. Show me that you belong here. Show me your papers. Show me your papers. Isn't that why they signed that new vetting act? Oh, oh no. If you don't show the papers, we might think you're a terrorist. What? Donald Trump has addressed many times that his main concern is making sure that we have a system in place that we completely lack now, which is those countries that tend to train and export and harbor terrorists where we do not have proper vetting are places where we're going to need to have better vetting. And he's made that very clear. Better vetting. Is it clear to you now? Yay! <laughs> we did it again! Yay! We did it again! Yes! We did it! We're gonna come we up with our mixtape! We did it! <laughs> well, one, one old man I don't like is uh, Pence. So let's <sighs> see what happens here. Let's see what happens with our new rep. Here we go. <clears throat> Homosexual is incompatible with the military service. 
homo Because the presence of homosexuals in the rank weakens unit cohesion Because homosexuals are weak Is that what you're saying? Are you saying homosexuals are weak? I think that's it, okay. I think that's what he's saying saying that Steve Bannon has a small penis. Yes. Is that what's happening? Yes. I always go to the dick. All rise. All rise for his master of spin. Mr. White House chief strategist in the Trump administration. 45's main liar. Misogynist. Racist homophobe. Steve Bannon man. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon man. Who is he? He's Steve, Steve Bannon, man. He's Steve Bannon, man. Oh, the most hateful. The most hateful quotes. Hate that nigga. Right. Bart is a hateful place. I couldn't share myself off no. that. Uh. Gay rights have made us dumber, and it's time to get back in the closet. Hate, 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 hate. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Like a guard dog, oh. Confederate flag proclaims a glorious heritage. White is right. Oh, white is 
right. We're pretty racist against lots of things. Oh, Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Trannies whine about hilarious Bruce Jenner billboard. He's still calling them trannies. Oh, the misogyny, the homophobe, the transphobia. I can't believe it. Birth control makes women unattractive and crazy. I said birth control makes women unattractive and crazy. What? It makes you fat. It makes your voice unsexy. It makes you a slut. Because it's Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Big, big misogynist. Big, big hater. Gotta hate the Jews, gotta hate the ladies and all of you. Suck it up, buttercups. Dangerous faggot tour returns to colleges in September because he's Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Steve, 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 Steve. Misogyny. Homosexuality. Racism. He's all of it. He's all of it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Why don't you just kill yourself? I got a gun right here and off yourself now. The solution to online harassment is simple. Women should just log off. They're screwing up the internet for men by invading every single space we have online and ruining it with attention-seeking, needy-demanding, and touchy-feeling form of feminism. want Steve Bannon to get cancer. Yeah, he looks like Steve, he Steve, does. Steve, Steve Bannon. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Oh. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. World Health Organization report. Tranny's 49 times higher HIV rate. There's that word again. Homophobia is rampant. Did we mention that he's a White House executive? Misogyny and racism, racism and transphobia and homophobia, all that stuff. Mm. Yeah, Steve Bannon, Steve, 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 Steve Bannon. Hating ass nigga. Whoa, we did it again. <laughs> we do it every week. How do we do it? How does it keep happening? It's so amazing. It's so amazing. We're just, it's, it's incredible every week. It's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. It's going to be real. This week's rap is about Ben Carson, Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom, uh, we've got some, we've got some cushion money rap instrumental beat <laughs> on the background. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to see what happens. Ben Carson, Uncle Tom, today uh, with Hot Dirty P and the Sheriff. We're here for you. Oh, is it not? I put it in the wrong thing. There it goes. Now it's going. I put it in the wrong one. Just like. There we go. Oh. 
progressive thinks he's an Uncle Tom. Mm, Uncle Tom. I'm, I'm not sure I agree that there isn't a fair amount of racism here. Not too much racism. But I said there's not not too much racism. Ain't no racism, boss. There, there is, but not where you'd expect it to be. Nope. It's mostly with the progressive movement who will look at someone like me. Nah, sir. And because of the color of my pigment, they decide there's a certain way that I'm supposed to think. And if I don't think that way, I'm an Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom's boss. Uncle Tom. I'm an Uncle Tom. And they heap all kinds of hatred on me. I'm an Uncle Tom. And they heap all kinds of rape hatred on you. And to me, that is racism. What? Me boss? No. There's not as much as you'd where you'd expect it to be. There is, but not where you'd expect it to be. And they look at my pigment and they decide there's a certain way I'm supposed to think. And if I don't think that way, I'm an Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. And they heap all kinds of hatred on you. And that, to me, is racism. 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 Uncle Tom. Racism. Uncle Tom. Racism. What if on D-Days our soldiers invading the beaches at Normandy had set their colleagues to be cut down, a hundred bodies laying in the sand, a thousand bodies laying in the sand? What if they had been frightened and turned back? Well, I guarantee you were frightened. I guaranteed you they were frightened, but they didn't turn back. They stepped over the bodies of their colleagues, knowing that in many cases they would never see the homeland of their loved ones again, and they stormed those Axis troops, and they stormed that beach, and they died. Why did they do that? They didn't do that for themselves. They did it for you, and they did it for me, and now it's our turn. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. I'm an Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. I'm an Uncle Tom, and they heap all kinds of hatred on you. I'm an Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom with gifted hands. And they heap all kinds of hatred on you. So that to me is racism. 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 Uh, Uncle Tom. I would not advocate that we put a Muslim in charge of this nature. Nation. I would not advocate that we put a Muslim in charge of this nation. I absolutely would not agree with that. I forgot I was black. I would not advocate that we put a Muslim in charge of this nation. I would certainly not agree with that. I forgot I was a nigga. <laughs> Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. And if you know, if and you know, if there's somebody who's of any faith, but they say things and their life has been consistent with the things that will elevate this nation and make it possible for everybody to succeed and bring peace and harmony, oh, then I'm with that. I'm an Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. I'm an Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom slaves were tourists. Uncle Tom. Slaves were tourists. Slaves were immigrants. Coming over on the boat. Making this world a better place. Obamacare is worse than slavery. Uncle Tom said. I'm an Uncle Tom. On the worst things since slavery. Obamacare is really, I think, the worst thing that has happened in this nation since slavery. I've never been whipped before. Never been whipped before. <laughs> All right, we did it again. Yes. We did it again. Our mixtape. Kush money. It's happening. Kush money. Our mixtape's coming out real it soon. It's coming hot. Hey, it's 
Dirty, hot, dirty pee and the sheriff coming at you. Yeah. Coming at you. Funka. Some magic. It is live here at the beautiful Spark Dispensary on Mission Street between 8th and 9th. I can never remember the number because I'm a terrible person. But we're here on the Sparkcast. We have great comedians tonight. We have Brian Lucette. We have Warhol Kaufman. We have Matthew Quirk. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. We're live here at Spark. Today, our product highlight is the Sour Lime Kush. We're going to be smoking the Sour Lime Kush. It is exciting. We're going to be talking about the new packaging laws. We're going to have our product highlight on the uh, sour lime kush. We're going to have our have our have our pot games. I'm so glad you guys are here for our podcast. Everyone else is here. We're going to get started in just a second with today's podcast, July 2nd, 2018. here at Spark together on a Tuesday night. We're here for the Sparkcast, recorded live 
here at Spark. What a fun time. We have great comedians to entertain you while you suck on those delicious vape bags. Yay, Volcano! Volcano forever! Yay! I hate that they're, ama they're amazing machines. They make it work. Uh, we're here at the Sparkast, live at Spark. People are buying the great new product. Today we're going to be talking about the, a little bit about the new packaging laws. It was very, everything like, what's happening now? Everything looks different. What are milligrams? Ah, maths. <laughs> what are we going to do? Uh, we're going to also do our product highlight. Today's product highlight is the Sour Lime Kush. We're going to be smoking that and talking about it. We've got comedian highlights, people telling jokes, people telling stories. And then we have our great game that's interactive with our whole crowd. And you can win this beautiful t-shirt. Uh, we can turn it up. This, oh, there it is. This beautiful t-shirt. See, it says spark on the back. On the front, it says laughter is the second best medicine. And um, here it's spark. And then it says spark has number one. Because we all know what the best medicine is. Yay, yay. <laughs> Delicious, delicious. Thank God that this is all happening. Anybody else paying attention to World Cup? I'm wearing dumb socks because I have caught the fever. <laughs> the fever of the flavor of 27-year-old millennial men actually making their goals. It's very exciting. I just, I love it. Uh, yeah. Here we are, crazy things happening here at Spark. Everybody, it's it's a really fun place. You get to come in, you sign in, you get your you get your little vape just thingy, and you get your bag and your little brush, the brush so you can get all the all the good nugs. Get them out of there. Scrape out all that flour. Uh, I've always been. It's like it's a flower. It's a plant. It's edible. What what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, um, well, Brian Lucette, one of our comedians, Brian Lucette, he already got one of these things. You can get, you can set one up. We got We have to set up a vaporizer so that we can talk about our product highlight tonight, the sour lime Kush. I already smelled it. I opened the bag, and it does smell super limey. I don't understand how like nature works. That it smells and tastes. How does it happen? That I mean, it's almost the same thing with wine, right? When they're like, it tastes like cherries. Right, but then it's like you, you get some weed and it tastes like banana and you're like, how is this possible? It tastes like lime. It's a plant. It's not, I guess it's the same thing as basil. Like there could be chocolate basil and like mint and all that stuff. Maybe like, but how nature astounds me. Is it not like magic? It's hard not to believe in God at this point. You're like, how, how do you make weed smell like limes? It's magic. Magic. Warhol knows all about magic. Uh, I'm a, I like to smoke. I, this, is, this is something that happened to me this week, and I looked it up, and I don't know if this has happened to other people, but a, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is smoke pot. Does anybody else do that? Does anybody smoke weed before they pee besides me? Okay, good. I'm not the only one. Good. So I, I wake up, and I go, and I hit the bong, and then I go potty, and then I usually drink a big glass of water, and then I take another hit. And then sometimes I get really nauseous, like out of nowhere. 
And then I vomit a bunch of water. And I always thought, oh, I'm an alcoholic. Nay, there's this new thing we looked up on the internet. And it's called cannabinoid meiosis, meiosis, something like that. And it makes you nauseous. And I read this article about this woman who they ended up firing her from a modeling job because they were like, you're an alcoholic because she threw up every morning. But it's something that you get if you've been doing long-term THC usage, like 17, 20, 25 years plus. And I thought I was, I was, I always just thought it's because I had too many IPAs the night before. But now I'm like, but it's a weird thing. They've been studying it now. Look it up. It's, it's this crazy thing. Because I've been, I mean, I've been smoking pot every day all the time for like probably 25 years now. I don't know, what, from when I was 19. Let's do the math. I'm 44. Who's good at math? <laughs> 25 years. I did it without even thinking about it. Oh my God, don't you love it when that happens? When you like you get an answer right and you didn't even know it was right, but you're like, ah, weed doesn't make you dumb. <laughs> no, I have two master's degrees. I promise it doesn't make you dumb. Although, it's <laughs> it makes me think about things in a whole new way. Like I've... I've conceptualized the world in a larger scope because of the joys and beauties of marijuana. I am so pro-marijuana. I am so happy that it's legal now and I don't have to hide from the stigma. Although my parents still hate me, but you know, that's because they, they, were, they were like, Vietnam's cool. <laughs> it all goes back to the 70s. Yay. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm done talking for a minute. Who wants to tell a story or tell jokes? You got a story. Hey, you know who's got a story? He's a hilarious individual. Uh, he's an amazing friend of the Sparkast. Hey, everybody, enjoy the fun story highlight from your first comedian, Warhol Kaufman. Yeah. So uh, I just wanted to shout out to Spark because they've been hooking it up for years, you know. And uh, I'm from Maryland. So if you're trying to get weed in Maryland, it's not it's not really the same thing. Like I was home a while back, I saw my cousin. He showed me some app I didn't get at the time, I didn't understand. He was like, check it out. He was like scrolling through. It was just like a lot of butts, really. I was like, oh yeah. It was a photo app. He's like, oh yeah. You know, you, you can follow whatever you want, but I like AS. I like AS, so mine is a lot of AS. I thought that was pretty fun. He was like, tell me about California, tell me about California. So he came over, came over and smoked me out, man. And I'm telling you, I can't go back to Maryland anymore. I've gotten dosed with PCP three times, but twice in Maryland. So he smokes me out, right, we're just in the car outside. Then I go into the house, I end up vomiting, like, all over the, my parents' bathroom, you feel me? I'm trying to clean it up, but I'm like hella fucked up in the head. I take my shirt off. I'm like using my shirt to clean up the vomit. Uh, they notice, they notice. And then they're like yelling at me. They're like, what were you doing? You're doing, ah, oh, drinking too much. I'm like, nah, just like, just chilling with my cousin, you know? We was just kicking it. Oh man, the next time I got dosed with PCP, it was my other cousin at the hotel room that my brother got. This is right before I went to the psych ward and apparently I ended up on the news because I flooded, they claim I flooded the a whole le level of the motel, but I was on the first floor so I don't really believe it, thank you. <laughs> I don't believe it, but they say I was on the news and allegedly it was $1,500 worth of damage 
But this is what happened, see, this is what happened. I was trying to get my cousin a laptop, and I was on tour with this dude, and he was like, trying to stop me. He's like, we need it. I'm like, motherfucker, this is not your hotel room. My brother got this. This is not your laptop. Someone else stole this laptop. So I got mad. So I was like, he went and gave, I had met my brother for the first time. He went and gave him a ride. And I'm by myself in the hotel room. And someone had taught me that apparently you can do laundry in the, in the bathtub. So I was like, all right, I need to do some laundry. I'm by myself. Uh, I got dosed with PCP. I just did a long walk where I tried to buy a Christmas tree. And then this little kid uh, told me it cost $3,000. And I was like, oh, fuck, I can't buy a Christmas tree. Um, and then, you know, I felt like I was being watched, but only because they have drones that watch you from overhead in Maryland. Yeah, so then I was like, I'm going to just be as normal as possible. Let me just walk very normal. Everything's cool. So anyway, so I'm in the room, and uh, the lights start bothering me. I'm trying to turn them off, but I can't find the switches, so I just unscrew the light bulbs, and I throw them in the sink, right? And then that's about when I start trying to wash my clothes, but then suddenly there's like on the door, right? It's like, the police, the police. And I'm like, I don't really feel like talking to y'all right now. I'm not wearing any clothes because I was washing my shit in the, in the bathtub. And now it's all dark. So now I'm just like ducking down underneath this counter singing R.E.M. That's me in the corner. That's me in the spot. Right, right. And the cop's like, knocking on the door. This goes on for three hours. So I drag furniture in front of the door so they can't get in. And after three hours, I'm like, okay, I'm ready now. So I open the door. I'm still don't have any clothes on. And I've forgotten that I'm washing clothes, so the whole room is starting to flood. Oh, God. Anyway, I went to the psych ward. Thank you. Yay! The lesson of that story is only buy your weed from Spark. Like, only. You know what's in it with the packaging now. They tell you where it was grown. Like, you can't even... Don't, don't ever, you know, you don't want to get that. What do they call it? Sherm? Ah, scary. Anyway, uh, Warhol Kaufman with an amazingly enlightening story. Uh, I feel like we have an audience quorum, so we should do our game early tonight because we have a lot of, do you guys want to play the game and try to win the prize? Yeah, the prize is this awesome t-shirt. I also have, there's also, there's other, there's also other prizes. Oh no, it's a quiz. We're gonna find out how much you know about stuff. So you'll like raise your hand and I'll give you tickets. Hold on. I'm gonna get the tickets. La la la, la the tickets. Come on, get the tickets. Okay. So when you answer a question right, uh, so I'll run over to you with the microphone and then you'll say your answer. And if you're correct, you get a ticket. And the person with the most tickets at the end of the game wins this amazing t-shirt uh, sponsored by Spark, because they're amazing. And, and also, uh, second and third prize, I have, I have these amazing buttons. One of them says pride and one of them says trans, and they're beautiful, and these are other prizes. So they're made by my buddy Ant, and they're pretty awesome. Okay, question. And everyone can play, even the people that work here. If you don't have a t-shirt yet from us, uh, then there we go. Okay, question number one. What commonly used plant is related to cannabis? What commonly used plant is related to cannabis? And for an extra point, for an extra point, you can say how it's used. Chocolate is wrong. Chocolate is wrong, sorry. 
What commonly used plant is closely related to cannabis? Yes, yes. Aloe, no. Aloe is wrong. Well, hemp is part of, I mean, that's, that's close, but I'm looking for something. Oh, over here, over here. Hops. He is right. The answer is hops. Hops are a plant that are closely related to marijuana. Uh, another acceptable answer would have been catnip. Catnip, yes, catnip also very similar, not the same, but very similar. All right, next question. Question number two. Question number two, what team is going to win the World Cup? Question number two, what team is going to win the World Cup? I need you to raise your hand. I need you to raise a hand. Brazil is an acceptable answer. They are in the final eight. That was, I was, anybody in the final eight was an acceptable answer. And France. Yeah, Uruguay. Oh, Uruguay. Uruguay is going to play France on Friday, and I'm going to be making crepes because we have a French buddy, and I want to impress him. He's going to. I'm like, yeah, we're going to make crepes. All right. This is question number three. This is uh, this is old timey because I've been watching this thing about Vietnam. <laughs> All right. What is a lid, and how much did it cost approximately? in 1970 a dime bag what a lid but how much how much how much was it usually like not cost but too too much too much a little too much because it was some people say that it was announced but it's it's actually not anybody else know a lid yes Matthew Quirk it's the lid of a shoebox filled up with wheat. No, that's not correct. It's not. That's a good guess, though. Is it? He says five joints. No, no, no. It's. Do you, should I tell you the answer? Do you know the answer? No, it's too much too. Uh, in the seventies, they used to call it a lid when you were buying weed. Yes, the answer is an eight. It was like a coffee can lid. And they would take it off. It was also sometimes they'd use, they'd get their tobacco in a can. And if the full can was filled, it would be an ounce. But the lid was an eighth. So they'd take the lid off and they'd fill it. And that was what it was. It was a lid. There were no scales back then, I guess. I don't know how they, the 70s. How much was the lid? We tried to look it up and we couldn't find. I was just hoping someone would be old enough that they actually bought one back in the day. I thought one of you was going to answer that question. I don't know how much it cost. I was just being born. Question number five. Don't forget to raise your hand. Did I not give you the ticket? Oh my gosh, you need your ticket. All right, question number five. Question number five. How much marijuana do you smoke per day? What's the question? That's the right answer. It, it, it didn't matter. Anybody could have said any amount and I would have given them a ticket. It was whoever raised their hand first on that one. It's like, I, I, and I, I actually thought about it myself. I'm like, how much do I smoke every day? Jesus. All right. Uh, question number, I'm going to skip that one. Uh, this 
is a question that it actually requires your guys' help because I don't think we can answer this. What are the new packaging rules all about? We don't know. Can anyone from Spark come out and tell us, like, what's going on with all the new packaging rules? Is it, well, no, it's already been childproof. I mean, it's in two bags. It's a bag inside of a bag, and you can, like, mail it to yourself. And, but, like, what's with the new, because they had that fire sale last week, and then they had to have all these new packaging rules. So I'm wondering if anyone from the Spark staff can explain to us what these new packaging rules are all about. Like, do we, do we have to know where it's grown? Do we want to know where it's grown? I guess we do. Certify. Is it, does it, does it make you feel better? So it makes you feel better as a consumer to have it tested, to know where it's from. Mold on it. You want to have something that you know what fertilizers have been used on your natural drug. The government is actually trying to make a drug and make it cannabis-like, but it's not. It's not a natural drug. So, like, keep the pharmacology out of it, but know what is going into it to make it naturally. Right, like, because you don't want to use, like, Monsanto chemicals. Like, that would be the worst, right? Like, they start spraying it with, like, weird things that kill all the boy plants or whatever. <laughs> just, I don't know, people might actually like that. <laughs> I have a theory, though, that we need the men. Uh, they didn't, you guys didn't want to answer. Our, do you guys want to talk to us a little bit about the packaging laws? Are you willing to do it? Cool. Yay, we get an expert. Yay. Um, so it just has to be in childproof bags. And um, they just wanted to have new labeling so that we know exactly where it come from and all, everything that's inside of the new packaging or the new product. So that's the basis of it, just as long as it's childproof. So has the childproofing made it almost adult-proof? Has anybody complained yet that they can't get into it? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. It's adult-proof. So what we guys, what we need to do is create like a spark scissors. Like you guys should make like a, a Swiss Army knife and call, put it, make it in the spark blue and put spark on it so everyone can have a tiny pair of scissors to cut open their bags. That would be fine, but then I'm sure something would happen where we would get blamed with the scissors. Right, <laughs> or, or they'd be like, they stabbed me with a spark knife, it's their problem. But you make a great point that things are crazy right now legally and no one really knows what's going on and the laws keep, seem to keep changing every month about what regulations you have to have and what you have to comply to. And I mean, it, how are you guys dealing with that as a staff? Um, we're just, I guess, dealing with it. Like once it comes in, we have to, you know, put the new product out and have to go with compliance. 100% compliance all the time. Yay, Spark, yay! Well, now we know about the new packaging laws. Thank you. You get a ticket. You win a ticket for participating. Oh, nice. Yay, yay. Uh, okay. Uh, number 10, name three active cannabinoids. Good, THC, CBD, CBN. Does anybody know what CBN does? Yeah, everyone's like, ah. Okay, so actually I learned about this. CBN's really exciting. CBN is when THC denatures over time, so it does it naturally, like the plant, 
takes THC and it, when it turns into CBN, it's like, turn off, turn the plant off, it's time for the plant to die. So the same thing will happen to your THC weed. If you have a heavy THC weed and you leave it out in the sun and you let it sit there for a while, it denatures into CBN. Now what CBN does, it's like the nighttime stuff because it tells the plant to turn off, but it also tells you to turn off. So you don't get high on it, but you fall asleep like crazy times. So if you've ever been trying to use it specifically for sleep, like CBN, like look for it. Or denature your own THC and you can make it yourself. Because I don't think like it's, because it's basically old weed has the stuff that makes you sleep. I don't know how God works, but whatever. Uh, okay, next question. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so talkative, it's terrible. It's this weed, it's this lime, it's this sour lime kush. It's made me talkative with its sativa dominant strain and its heavy THC at 20, 0.3% or 203 milligrams. Maths. How many active cannabinoids are there in marijuana? That, that is the correct answer. Yay! Hundreds! So right now they've, they've, they can name 113, but we, we don't even know yet. We haven't, they thought it was 52, now it's 113. We don't even know. They're just starting testing. So the magical plants. Yeah, it's like old, it's like, I, I believe in witchcraft now, because I'm like, were they just smoking weed back in the day? And I love cats. Um, okay, <laughs> this question was gonna be silly. Uh, it's what is your name, what is your quest, what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? <laughs> what is your name, what is your quest, what is the average airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? Do you know the answer? That's the answer! Is it an African or European swallow? Exactly! That was a Monty Python and the Holy Grail question, which goes into our next question. Question number 13. Name three movies that are significantly, significantly enhanced by weed and why. This is a three-point question. Name three movies. If people can actually, if you can name one, I can give away three tickets. You have to name a movie that is significantly enhanced. Matrix. And why? No, Fast Times at Richmond. You can have one too, but Fast Times. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. Why does it make it better? Everything, everything about the Matrix makes it better. Okay, that's fair enough. All right, Fast Times at Richmond High. Why? Coming of age movie, you know, in high school, first time you smoke, live in a van, why not? Yay! Uh, another movie, anyway, oh, here we go. Big Lebowski. Why? Because it makes you understand how the dude feels. You, through him. you live the movie through him. Yes, that, that's right, the dude abides, the dude abides! Absolutely, all perfect questions. Two more questions, so you guys got to get on your game. Let's see, who has, who, who has... More than two tickets right now. Does anyone have more than two? Does anyone have two? We're gonna see who wins the prize. You have two, you might be winning. All right, question number 14. What is the name of today's product highlight? Sour Lime? Yes! <laughs> Kush? Yes, Sour Lime Kush, you win. That's the name of the product highlight. You remembered, that's awesome, yay! Uh, this last question is uh, is another technical spark question. We'll see if you guys know the new the new cool stuff we can do here. Uh, when can you smoke pipes and bongs at Spark? 
Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 420 to close. Yay! That's exactly right. Okay, all right, everybody, count up your tickets. Three, two, two, three, two, two, one, three, two, two, one. All right, so yay, winner. And then you guys get to choose between these beautiful pins that were handmade by my friend Ant. One of them is pride there. <laughs> He also makes them, he hand sews them. He also makes ones that are like little, filled with catnip for your cats and they have little cats on them. They're pretty amazing. So yay. Uh, thank you guys for participating. Uh, we're gonna do another comedian. He's a hilarious dude. You guys are gonna love him. He's an old man. He's been doing this for a long time. I love some of it. No, he has. I'm sorry. I'm such a jerk. Like I try to announce you in a nice way and I still come off like a jerk. We watched the World Cup today, it was fun. Put your hands together for Matthew Quirk. Can you really denature THC by yourself? Yes. I mean, that sounds kind of dirty, doesn't it? That doesn't sound like consent, my book. Well, that wasn't usually quiet. Uh, so anyway, guys, yeah. 420 is so played out. God damn it. It is so played out. It's not secret or cool or anything. Man. 420, it's not it's not 2000 late. It's not 1990 late. It's 1980 late. That's how old that saying is. Man, 420 is entirely played out. It's not cool. It's not secret. It's not even dangerous anymore. I mean, we can vape in the library around here, for God's sakes. You can? You can vape anywhere, right? Because it's not smoke. I mean, when I, was, I started smoking weed, it was like the only decade when it wasn't cool to smoke weed. The 80s, right? So I started smoking weed in the 80s. Back then, there was just weed or no weed. That was it. And now that the nerds have taken over cannabis, you got 50,000 different kinds of weed. Now it's gonna be all, where did it come from? Indoor, outdoor, was it partial shade or partial sun? Right, did the lady taking care of it use her menstrual juices to help fertilize the plants? You know that's real, man. You know that's real. Is it on the labeling? Man, plus, let's think of, let's talk carbon footprint, right, everybody? We used to sell it in bags, right? Reusable bags. Now you're putting it in these bottles with the can't open bags, and everyone just cuts open and throws away anyway. Carbon footprint, man, that's an oil stain. You guys are saving straws and throwing those bags in instead. We're going to start seeing pelicans choking out on those things, man. And ospreys all weighed down by those bags around their neck. You know it's true. Man, look at, what, look at the way weed has changed, man. Who here remembers 1987? A little bit. The year America ran out of weed. 
Do you remember the great dry spell right after Just Say No? Oh man, it was terrible. But back then we used to be homo sapiens looking each other in the eye as we passed the joint around, right? We used to save the roaches and hoard them for Sunday because they were special. <laughs> you guys don't do that anymore. Look at you. You got your fucking vape baggies out and your nice little extra tray there for your used weed. <laughs> you guys don't suffer for weed anymore. Now you're all a bunch of homo sativas and homo indicas all vaping out on your individual pens. Lost touch with society. All Pokemon go walking off a cliff headlong into traffic. Stuck in a nab app because you lost your ability to find your friends in a park. And what 420 does to this city, besmirches the poor streets with all your Uber drivers. And, all, and you get the munchies so you order food through your lifts and your ways and your means. You guys can walk across if you want, it's all right. <laughs> I won't make fun of how it's, weed has totally jumped the shark. <laughs> all nerded out. I mentioned that already, didn't I? I don't remember. I think I did. I'm gonna give you a minute. Oh, okay. So anyway, uh, I started the first club in Oakland back in the 90s, back in the wild, wild west. And we used to have an alarm system that was hooked in, that called into the police that would come when our club got broken into. And so when the alarm went off, the cops are waiting down there, they're like, yeah, come suck the alarm off. So I come through, and I'm like, hey, you guys wanna see the place? And they're like, yeah, why not? They come through, there used to be a law back then that if the cops ever had your weed, they could never give it back. Oh my God. So they wanted to see what weed was all about, so I gave them each an eighth, and I was like describing to them the differences. They're like, I can't tell the difference. I'm like, yeah, but you can see there are differences, right? They're like, yeah, yeah, I can see it. And then after I was done talking, I just reached over and I snatched the bags out of their cop hands and put it back in my desk drawer. And I was like, all right guys, show's over, let's go. That's right, man. I white privileged the fuck out of those cops. I took that weed right back from those fools. That's my story. That's his story sticking to it. Uh, let's let's do the product highlight really quickly. Scotto, Jonathan, you you smoked it. Come talk about it. Yeah, we can smoke another bag. I, I can talk about it for a second. We were smoking the Sour Lime Kush today in the product Highlight, and it really tastes like lime. Again, I don't know how that happens. Uh, I'm super, like, and it's making me, like, super up. Like, I'm very, like, obviously, you can t I feel, like, really up and really talkative, so that's good. Uh, I mean, for the, could you imagine that they give me the, they're like, Pam, shut the fuck up. Today's product highlight's gonna be called Shut the Fuck Up, Pam. And I'm like, duh. That would be a fun product highlight. Um, it's hard for me because, like, everything makes, all weed makes me happy. Like, I, I can smoke anything and feel good about it. Did you try the Sour Lime Kush? Oh, you like, you like my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle sweater. Yeah, Raphael with the signs. It's old school. 
I found this at Buffalo Exchange, which means that in its hand knit by somebody's mother. So that means that some jerk kid like went, I know I got it for eight bucks too. It's like the best thing I ever bought for eight bucks at Buffalo Exchange. And it was hand knit by somebody's mom, which means that somebody's child just doesn't appreciate their mom at all. Like I would have framed this. I would have turned it into a pillow. Like it's, I'm like, really? You know what, if you don't appreciate your mom hand knitting this, or your grandma, it could have been a grandma. Uh, see, look at that, that's what, the, that's what this is making happen to me. Scotto Walker of Flat Black Plastic every Saturday on Mutiny Radio from 10, or from 12 to two. What do you think about the product highlight tonight, Sour Lime Kush? It, it is messing with my um, equilibrium. I'm, no, I'm noticing balance problems above my neck. All right. Bad problem, differences, not problems. All right, that was probably the best product highlight we've ever had. That was great. Brian Lucette, you're going up next. How did you feel about the product highlight? Did you, you didn't try it. Jonathan, we need to make a vape bag for Brian. He's on the show, we gotta check it out. Uh, what are you, you, you tell me also, can you do two things at once? What do you feel about the sour lime? It's good, it's flavorful, it's uh, heady, but not so much as more body. It's a, above your shoulders. Above your shoulders, heady. Yeah. Tasty though, I like it. Limey. Limey. Well, it's making me hyper. Uh, we're gonna set you up with that. Uh, while, while, while we're getting ready for that, uh, Scott, do you want to tell everybody a little bit about Flat, Flat Black Plastic, your amazing show on Mutiny Radio? Is that okay? Is that weird? No, you, I, I play records, and they're all records that you will like if you have good taste, and it's fun for the whole family. If your family is the Manson family. <laughs> Fair enough. He has one of them that's so great. He has this record of Dune. You know the book Dune? I'm playing a different Dune recording tomorrow. Awesome. Not the Sandworm one, the, uh, the next one. On Saturday from noon. Library, from the SF Public Library. They have it. And it's, it's Dune. So it's, gonna, it's Saturday from noon to two, but you can also find the podcast on our website, Flat Black Plastic. But the thing is, he's got the Dune record, and then he plays other music behind it, and it's just like the crazy soundscape. And one of my favorite things, he had, um, the guy was re-talking about Mexican cuisine. What was that? Vincent Price. Guacamole. Vin Vincent Price talking about Mexican food in like the 60s, and it's an amazing record, and he played it. There's one more impersonation of Vincent Price on the Mexican food re recipe LP. One time, my friend asked me if I could put my banana near his melons. Yes. And he also calls it culantro. <laughs> he doesn't call it cilantro. It's so funny. I love a show. Flat Black Plastic, every Saturday, noon to two. All right, your next comedian highlight. Did you, did you get to smoke some of it? You're still working it out. You did. So when you do your stuff, tell them first what you think about it. And then talk about whatever you want. Everybody, comedian Brian Lucette. Yay! Yay. Um, so I just tried it. It was um, delicious. It tasted. Um, it had notes of like um, marijuana, um, vaporized marijuana. It was very um, smoke-like when it came out. 
and it's going to destroy my story that I'm going to tell you. So it was good. It was delicious. It was actually very delicious. It was like maybe citrusy or uh, I don't know. I, I'm not going to talk about it. Um, so I've been smoking weed for a long time. I've been smoking. I started when I was like a young teenager, like I was 13, 14, did that for a year, but then um, found God and became Catholic for six years and then started smoking weed again when I was like 20 and I went to college. And um, I, sm I smoked, as soon as I start, every time I've smoked in my life, I just smoked all the time. Until like now, I'm like finally a responsible person. But um, when I started in college, I uh, lived in Southern California in Orange County. I was going to school at Cal State Fullerton. Um, I was uh, skipping a lot of my philosophy classes um, pretty regularly um, and smoking weed or sometimes smoking and then going to class and then thinking it was good for it and then just not remembering anything. Um, but um, I smoked pretty regularly and I also was experimenting with alcohol, although this one night I went out to a party and I was not going to drink, I just smoked weed. And um, I went over to my friend's house first. Um, we smoked there. Um, and then I left my car keys and my weed in his apartment, um, which was fine because we were going to come back there. The problem was he also left his house keys in the apartment. Um, so we went to this party. I actually was um, I, yeah, relatively sober. I didn't really drink anything. Smoked a little bit, but we got. Um, came back to his house around 12.30 a.m. and um, realized that he didn't have his keys, I didn't have my keys, and I didn't have my weed. <laughs> and so I was like, well, we're going to figure this out. Um, so he lived on the second in, a sec in, a, in an apartment complex on the second story, and he had a balcony that came out over the parking lot. The balcony shot out, like came out like f probably five feet, I'd say, five or six feet. And uh, above it, there was a, a roof that hung down right over his balcony. And I was like, oh, I could totally fucking land this if I just slide off the roof and just keep my body completely flat against the wall. I could totally fucking land in this balcony hope that the sliding glass doors open and maybe get my weed. <laughs> and so uh, we were like, I'm going to fucking do this. I'm, yeah, I'm going to do this. So we go find the fire escape ladder that goes up to the roof. Now, the fire escape ladder was, it started like um, six feet high. No, not six feet. It's probably more like this high is where the ladder started. But there was a metal bar over it, like a metal case over it meant to keep you from using it. It's like a security. So you couldn't get on until probably like eight or nine feet up. So I'm like, oh, fuck it. Like you guys are like at least four or five feet. I'm going to stand on your shoulders. And so um, we're, we're like doing this climbing. Like I'm not making it like I'm trying to get above this metal bar, like fell down once or twice. And then the security guard comes up. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, 
I'm like, we can't get up there. Can you help us? And he's like, yeah, man. Uh, he comes. He's like, yeah, this makes sense. You got to get in there. You got to go off the balcony and get in and get your keys. Like, yeah, let me help you. And so he helps us. And finally, with three people pushing me up, I get onto this ladder. And then I'm climbing up the ladder to the roof. Uh, meanwhile, it's like getting very misty. It's like a very romantic sort of night. Uh, nice and misty and left a nice sheen all over the roof. So anyway, I walk over to the balcony, take a look. I'm like, oh, totally, I could do this. And then walk back to the top of the roof and then lay on my belly and slowly inch my way back, back to the edge of the roof. When I finally get to the edge of the roof again, I'm like, my, my feet are hanging off. I'm still very much in control. And I'm like, oh, fuck this. I can't do it. And then my friends downstairs are like, hey, you're not going to make it. Oh, <laughs> and then, um, all of a sudden, I fucking slip. And I'm sliding down the roof. Then my belt buckle, a heavy pewter Beatles belt buckle, catches on the gutter. And I'm hanging off the edge oh my God. by my belt buckle on this like slightly wet roof. Um, my friends are, I think, praying. Uh, I, the security guard's like, you're not going to make it. And, and I somehow, like in that second when I, that, that belt buckle stopped my fall, I was able to get enough like momentum to just slowly like get my body back up. Like I was... I did do. I did stay against the wall this time. <laughs> I just like crawled up, and then came back down. Had a really hard time with that emergency ladder, <laughs> and then um, didn't die. And so I have a lot of fear around heights now. <laughs> I am very afraid of heights, and luckily, weed is a great way to treat that anxiety. <laughs> like. I take weed for my, anxiety, my fear of heights all the time. Like for example, I was um, into rock climbing for a second and I did it, the first time I did it, I was frightened. I, could, I was like shaking, hurt my arms and fell off the wall every time and just couldn't do it. I got in dangerous situations because of my fear. Then I started, I was like, well, maybe I can smoke some weed before I go rock climbing and it'll make me do it better. And then I did smoke weed, and then I stayed home. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, like I'm way less anxious right now. This is great. <laughs> and I didn't hurt myself. So anyway, weed is a really great solution to a lot of problems. Um, and that's, that's my review of that product. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me. Brian Lucette, everybody, is alive. That's amazing. That was scary. Like. I don't, ah, trying to think of like a death-defying time. Every time it's been death-defying, it's because I've been drunk, so I don't remember it. You know what I mean? Like, when you smoke, you're too lucid, uh, which is, I guess, a good thing. Then I don't hurt myself. Yay. Being too intimate on the Sparkast. Uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're finishing, we're finishing up the Sparkast of today. Uh, I want to thank all of our comedians and people that were here. We had Matthew Quirk, Warhol Kaufman, Brian Lucette. We had special guest Scott o. Walker from MutinyRadio.fm's Flat Black Plastic every Saturday from noon to two. Uh, by, far, by, not, by none, my favorite show on the station. 
Uh, also, please come through every Friday. We have a great comedy show at 8 o'clock called Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse at Mutiny Radio. This is played live on the station on Wednesdays between 4 and 5 o'clock. So, uh, and then it's also available, you can, you can get it on iTunes, and you can download them individually if you like, so, yay, Sparkast. Um, yeah, I want to thank Spark, they're amazing. Also, if I didn't mention it, they, their bathroom is like a day spa, like I just want to hang out in there all the time. It's just, it feels like Napa, you know? Like all the, when the water comes out of the faucet funny, and you're like, whoa, that's special. So, uh, thank you guys again for being here. Again, come by Spark, get the product highlight. That sour lime kush is killer. Oh, before we end, I wanted to quickly go across what was the new stuff that you bought? It came in a cool, it's brand new. It came in a cool package. It was in a cool box. Bubble. Give me the package, honey. Let's talk about it real quick because we have like two minutes left. There was another thing that we got today. It's by Up North, your source for California's premier craft cannabis. It comes in a cute box, which I think I'm going to put stuff in later. Like, I don't know. Uh, but it looks and smells great. And I guess, I mean, people really took advantage of this new pro packaging thing to make things pretty. I don't know. I like cool glass canisters. Put your change in there. Looks great. I'm excited. So, uh, one of the new products, Up North. Oh, let's see. I'm, I'm. It's on the front. The other front. The other front. Oh, there it is. Humble old OG. We love the OGs. We love the OGs. Yay! All right. Thanks again so much for being with us at the Sparkcast. We'll see you guys next week on Tuesday between eight and nine. Bye. -bye.
Check, 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 check. Check, 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 check. Check, what's that? Czechoslovakia. So moist in here. 